Welcome to the Voice of V podcast, where I talk about things that matter to me, might matter to you, and in the end, just might foster an understanding of perspectives, realities, and what makes us who we are. We live in love in a great, big, diverse society of people. And until we start to talk, to listen, and think, we're not going to make progress. Sometimes heavy, sometimes not. But always from a place of good with an intent to do no harm. That being said, I make mistakes. So feel free to reach out and let's talk about it. I am V, so let's get to it. And welcome to Upbeat Wednesday. I did miss Sunday, and I apologize. I had a lot in my head going on. I had some busy things around the house. You know, I had mentioned before, sometimes life gets in the way. And, well, I was just too distracted, and honestly, I got a little bit lazy. Um, But I did get something done. I got the Project Studio project all finished. Um, I've got a nice little sound wall here, so hopefully it sounds a little bit better with a lot less of the computer noise in the background and noises from the street. Um, So it felt really good to get that done. We had a rainy day here on Saturday, and we had a gap in the middle of the day, and I ran everything out to the garage, did my project, got everything all, got all the soundboards, had to do a spray adhesive on some temporary walls and then brought them upstairs all in between the rainstorms that we had in the morning um, and the afternoon. Um, I'm not able to stick things on the walls, so I had to come up with with an alternative. And I think what I did is going to work. I've got uh, an alternating black and blue acoustic tiles in a shape around my desk. So hopefully this is going to be very helpful and make it sound a little bit better without having the distractions of the desktop computer that is sitting literally right next to me. Um, So anyway, so I did at least get that done. And um, I've had a busy uh, week so far. Um, Nothing bad. Um, Just had a lot to get done um, around the house and a lot of errands to get done and just a lot of busy things. Um... But I did get something interesting over the weekend. I do not have an iPhone, but I do have an iPad. And every once in a while, the the cat, um, he goes out on his little catio on the porch, and he's got a tag, and he's got, you know, all of his information, um, and the catio is protected. But, you know, sometimes you you might want to... think about taking him out in the stroller or whatnot and he always wears a harness and a leash but I'm one of those people that is super paranoid of of a pet getting away from you um, especially in the middle of of a city an urban situation not necessarily a city but an urban situation with lots of cars and traffic and and frankly up here in Montana animals bigger than a cat a house cat and um, there was someone in the building um in another apartment whose cat apparently did slip out and um, the cat was never found. Um, and, and that's just very upsetting to me. So I purchased an air tag and put it on uh, the cat's harness so that should he slip away, um, be able to 
find him hopefully before anything bigger does or any harm comes to him. It's just a little bit of peace of mind on top of tags and collars and bells and, and all of those things. And, um, I had, I had heard so many things about air tags, um, being used in nefarious ways, um, them showing up on people's cars. I've heard they've been used for, um, car theft. Um, car thieves will spot a vehicle that, uh, they find desirable, say in a parking lot, and it, it's a it's a crowded and populated situation. So they just stick a little air tag, and then they wait for the the vehicle, the target vehicle, to go home, and then they steal it out of the driveway if it's in the driveway, um, or steal it in a less busy place. Um, there's also been cases of them being used for uh, tracking people, which is really creepy. Um, People tracking is is something that has always creeped me out, and I'm I'm not um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not naive enough. I'm not naive to the point that um, I realize every one of us carries a cell phone, and that you know we're tracked and blah blah blah. But when someone is doing it in such a reason to cause harm, um, we have a very uh, big problem with human trafficking and sex trafficking in this country and around the world. And those tags being used for um, those purposes is very, very disturbing. Um, I hope that Apple will come up with a better way than what they currently have for persons with Android phones to be able to spot um, air tags that might be somewhere in someone's car or on someone's backpack that they don't even know about for them being able to find these or being even aware that they are on their person or in their belongings or 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 somewhere in their vehicle hidden um, without their knowledge. Um, I have looked and the app that is available f- um, from Apple developers for Android phones really is is not all that useful. Um, it's a start. Um, I hope it'll get better. Um, it would also be nice to be able to, you know, for, um, Android phone users to be able to say, use these on their pets or even their, their young children, um, to be able to find them in the event of an emergency. Um, as it stands for me, I can at least use, um, the iPad. So that's, that's a good alternative. And, and, they're relative, you know, they're pretty inexpensive. I it's 20 something dollars. And there's no there's no subscription fee or anything and it just shows right up on the device locator and it's pretty accurate. It's kind of frightening how accurate it is. Um but kind of a cool application I had seen that or I'd heard actually on another podcast that someone had done this. Um a young a young lady that uh has a podcast that I listen to has two pets and she lives in a very, very, very urban situation. She either lives in Chicago or New York or somewhere like that, and she has two cats, and one of her biggest fears is is her cats slipping out of the um, apartment and her not being able to find them, and I can't even imagine in a a very urban situation like that. Um, And it gave me the idea, and I thought, well, what the heck, you know? It's $20. It's another another way to make sure that um, the pet stays safe. He's very loved in this house, and I, I would hate to see something bad happen to him. And it's just kind of a cool way to 
just make sure just in case he were to slip out that he could be found um what else let's see i got the project i got the air tag um i did upgrade my vehicle this week um which felt good because i have i love the vehicle that i have um it's an excellent vehicle and it was nice to be in a situation where i didn't have to upgrade my car um i had a desire to do so um cars right now are extremely overpriced um the whole supply and demand thing is really in favor of the dealerships and the buyer doesn't have a whole lot of leverage um i did have leverage because i have a vehicle that is very desirable um, it has very low mileage it's been well cared for and it's a pretty popular vehicle for this part of the country so I had quite a bit of leverage in getting uh, a very good price for my trade. In fact, I got almost what I paid for it um, in trade. So that was good. And then the vehicles that I have been looking at, there have been about a half a dozen vehicles that I have been considering over the last three to four months. Um, and one of them finally came up. And so tons of research. Um, prices and, and, and every aspect of every vehicle, the pros and cons, because there's a pro and con to every vehicle imaginable. Um, you always sacrifice something. Um, the one I got rid of, um, I sacrificed a couple of technological advancements, but I can live without those things because the things that I needed that were more important was a little bit more space for um, camping and being able to tow a little bit more weight than I could with my previous vehicle and just just having a little more room um, just for day to day and for camping um, carrying around you know my gear and whatnot and something a vehicle came up and I spent almost an entire day at the dealership um, back and forth back and forth because there were there were just I I had um, lines drawn as to I was not willing to pay over I wasn't going to pay an exorbitant amount of money I wasn't going to pay over a reasonable amount and this particular dealer um, I understand they have a job to do um, but we worked out a deal that that I was happy with we came to a good agreement and I brought a, a vehicle home on Monday and so I've been spending Monday and the better part of most of yesterday and then this morning going to get some things taken care of with that as well as unearthing and pulling out the extra bits and pieces that go with the um, vehicle I traded in that I've got to take to the dealership uh, tomorrow. Um, so so that's been happening and I've been thinking about um, you know some things that that people who talk about just daily anxieties and and I, I thought about doing a, a top 10 list today but um, luckily I couldn't come up with a top 10 list of daily anxieties I could only come up with a few things and so that's 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 a good thing um, if I were to come up with 10 things I think that would be a, a bit alarming um, but one of the things that I came up with and, and I know I've seen a lot of this in the news is um, 
the anxiety over lease renewals and how much your rent is going to be when you renew your lease. And that's coming up in uh, October. And it wasn't bad last year at all. It was a very reasonable increase, but I, I probably shouldn't be watching so much, uh, so many stories um, that I have heard about people, of course, in different areas. Um, I'm hoping it won't be the case here. I think things have started to maybe start to settle down and level out in the area where I live. But there's still that anxiety, um, just waiting to see um, what the renewal price for rent is going to be um, come renewal time. Um, it's a pretty big stressor for for someone like me who who keeps a pretty tight budget and, and, and I'm pretty good about, you know, planning ahead um, in terms of knowing what I'm going to need. Um, like the vehicle, that was a huge thing. There was a lot of planning that went into that. Um, and it was a situation where if I couldn't, if I couldn't do it in a reasonable way that came within the budget that I had parameters for myself, then I wouldn't have done it. And I would have just kept on with the vehicle that I had. It would have been just fine. And I would have made do. Um, so yeah, the, the lease renewal is coming up and that I know that stresses a lot of people out and I've heard a lot of, um, really, really, um, bad stories about people who are forced to move. Um, it's very distressing to me that it, that it's come to that, that, you know, we're, we're, we're pricing people out of their homes. You know, people are settled and, you know, that say they're good tenants. I mean, it, to me, it just seems crazy to do that. I mean, I realize why supply and demand, if they can get it, they're going to get it. Um, but there comes a fine line where, you know, we push people too far and then, you know, no one's going to be able to afford it. It's, it's just crazy. Um, so that was, that was one of the, one of the things that I came up with for what would have been a top 10 list. One of the other things is, um, groceries, grocery trip days and the totals. I don't know about you, but um, for one thing, I've cut back on certain luxury items. Um, luckily, um, this is a household that doesn't really eat uh, high on the hog, as they say. Um, in fact, we, we don't even have a lot of meals that even include meat. Um, I'm one of those people that grew up with, uh, you know, I'm very happy with beans and rice for dinner. Um, hopefully I'd be one of those people that, you know, if things get really bad, I mean, I'll be okay because I can eat beans and rice. I mean, I may not like it, you know, day after day after day for weeks at a time in a month, but if I had to, I could, and that would be fine. Um, there are things that I flat out don't buy anymore and I don't even look at it. I don't want to know. Um, Sometimes I go in and I, sometimes I pay attention and sometimes I don't. I, I say that I'm tight with the budget, but at the same time, you know, the price per pound versus, you know, how much the total is. And sometimes I, I do realize it's gone up just because I know I'm buying less and the price is kind of the same. What do they call that? Uh, shrinkflation. Um, I saw, I saw a lady on, I think it was TikTok the other day where she had, um, I'm not going to name the name because I'm going to get it wrong, but she had these, um, I don't know. I think they're, they would be about the size of a gallon. So whatever the appropriate ounces is for say, I think it was an instant coffee and it was the ones that are, you know, again, about the size of a gallon milk jug. 
and she had two of them side by side. The packages looked exactly the same. They were side by side exactly the same size. The labeling was all the same, but the ounces were slightly different. And it's these little tricky things that you want to ignore it, but at the same time you don't. Because to me, it's kind of infuriating that, that these companies think we don't notice um, that, you know, they shrink the package and the price doesn't stay the same. And, oh, well, yay, I got a bag of sugar and it was only $5. And it's like, yeah, well, that, that bag used to be five pounds and now it's four. And that, that kind of stuff just really irks me. The other side of that that really irks me is, you know, we're making packages smaller and smaller. Eventually, you know, we're, we're going to be buying our dry goods in something the size of a chiclets box. And it's going to be irritating. And the other part of it is how much more packaging are we adding to the landfill? More packages. You know, if a family eats, let's just say a family eats, I don't know, two pounds of something. Pick, in, pick a dry good. Um, say they eat two pounds of this particular item every month. And uh, that's not going to change unless they cut back on their intake. Um, but now suddenly they're bringing home two packages of the same thing, whereas it used to just be one. So now we've got an extra piece of packaging. Now I realize it's probably not two times the packaging. Nevertheless, it's still more packaging. It's, it's, I wonder how much more effort and money goes into retooling these factories um, to make the packages smaller. There's got to be some sort of cost with that. Um, I have enough of a factory background to know that, you know, it's not that easy to just switch on a dime and, and suddenly change the dimensions of a box of a particular, and that's just one item. How many items are in a grocery store that this happens to? Um, bags of things like sugar and rice may not be such a big deal, but boxes, that's entirely another. You've got folds, and I realize I'm getting really down in the weeds here, but my point is that um, every time I go to the grocery store, I have a set amount to spend for the week, and I try to stay within that by about $20 either way on either side. And it's getting harder and harder and harder. And I am much more fortunate than most people. Um, I do not have to feed children, um, growing children, um, that require much more calories than those of us older adults. Um, but I, I really hope that this lets up soon. We've, we've got to do something about wages and we've got to get this inflation in check. And it, and it isn't just our country. This is a worldwide problem. This is more backlash from, from the last few years. And I'm, I'm not even going to get into all that. But I just, it's a major stressor, a major anxiety thing. And it's one of those things, again, where, you know, you try to not think about it, but you don't have a choice. You have to do a budget and you've got to stick to it. So anyway, that was number two on my list. The third one's kind of a humorous one. But when I was thinking about doing this list, I happened to be sitting at a red light going to check the post office box the other day. And I looked over and there was a young lady in a car and 
she was she was stopped. I will give her that. She wasn't in motion anyway. Well, not exactly. But she was stopped behind someone. There was probably a whole car length between them, which was a good thing because she kept slowly inching towards the car in front of her at the red light. And the whole time that this is happening, she's putting on makeup. Now, that is something that just horrifies me. Cell phone usage is bad enough, but watching people putting on makeup, women putting on makeup while they're driving around or going to work or whatever, just, first of all, anything that has to do with your eyes, don't you worry about sticking something in your eyeball? I don't know, maybe it's just me. I get a little bit paranoid of my eyes. Anyway, that was one of the other things that, that I came that I thought of, and it just happened this week, and, you know, people are so distracted. That's something that definitely... People very distracted in traffic really stresses me out. Uh, driving is a very serious matter. We're driving around, you know, big, metal, heavy objects at at speeds that just... The damage, the money, that just, you know, the destruction and the human toll, et cetera, et cetera. I just don't understand why people just can't pay attention. The other thing, and this is the fourth and this is the last one... Um, and I saw this the other day too. I'm, I'm, I'm in traffic and, and I'm, I'm on a resident, not a residential road, but you know, inner city road, um, four lanes, two on each side, median in the middle. And I'm in the left lane. Someone was kind of poking around in the right lane, which is fine. At least they're in the right lane. Don't get me started on that one. Um, but they had no rearview mirrors and nothing makes me more paranoid than somebody that has no mirrors. I will either speed past them very quickly or I won't pass them at all because I'm so afraid that they're going to come over into my lane. And if they don't have mirrors, they're not going to see me and they're going to smash into me. How do people drive without mirrors? I don't understand it. I don't get it. You know, nowadays we have vehicles that chirp and beep and honk at us when, you know, when somebody's next to us. I, I can't even imagine not having a mirror. So that was the fourth thing. Um, what are some of the things that are kind of like, you know, those, those, they're not silly, actually. Um, if they give you anxiety, they're not silly. Um, I mean, I think, I think all of these are very valid, honestly. But what are some of the ones that come to mind with you? I would love to hear from you. Um, the voice of V podcast at gmail.com. Please drop me an email. I'd, I'd love to get some feedback on this. Or those of you that have all various ways to reach out to me, I mean, Look in the show notes. You can get to the, there's a lot of ways to get in touch with me. I'd love to hear from you about that. Um, this is kind of one of those crazy Wednesday fly off the top of my head episodes um, because I couldn't get my thoughts together. I've been out, like I said, running around all morning. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. So I started an exercise routine. I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast. I started an exercise routine on August 1st, and I am happy to say it's going very, very well. Um, pretty good. Five days a week, taking two days off a week. Um, I'm currently on my second day this week, so I'll be back at it tomorrow. I've had two rest days, all the running around and, and whatnot. I might actually go up tonight. I usually do my exercises in the morning at the gym. But I may go up this evening and uh, get on the treadmill. So that is going very well. And it's amazing how just moving for a half an hour at a regimented routine, I'm amazed at how, how much better 
I'm feeling in just 10 days. Um, so give it a try, something simple. All I'm doing is walking on a treadmill. I could just as easily be walking around outside. Um, the treadmill keeps me from being bored because I, I, I'm one of those hyper hypervigilant people and I'm not able to go out and do the walk fast around the neighborhood with a podcast or music in my ears with headphones on because A, I get paranoid of somebody coming up on me or a car coming up over the sidewalk and me never hearing it. I, I mean, I realize it's kind of far-fetched, but that's just how I am. And I can go upstairs to the treadmill and I can zone out and I can just get into whatever it is I'm listening to. And before I know it, time is up. It's not the same outside. It's also not hot outside. It's also not hot in the gym like it is outside. Um, so that's what's been going on with me. Um, I'm hoping to pull together this Sunday's show and not miss it again. Um, again, I apologize, but there's been a lot happening. And um, I, I want to get back to some of the topics that I brought up in uh, some of the earlier episodes and I've got to wrap my head around some facts and figures, so to speak, before I start talking about them. But, um, but I appreciate you being patient with me. And um, I had somebody reach out to me. Where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? And I know she's going to listen. And yes, I'm talking to you. Um, I didn't mean to miss the podcast. I know she's just kidding with me. Um, but I will try not to miss too many of them because I really do enjoy doing this. I would really like to hear from more of you. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to tune in. If you would like to support the podcast, check out the show notes. There's a link there. There's a number of ways you can support this podcast. Showing up and listening, that supports me as well, and I really appreciate that as, as too. Um, please take care of yourself, and please take time for yourself, and I will see you next week. 